It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. Just go to Indeed.com slash podcast right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire. You need Indeed. This Lockdown Podcast is brought to you by Home Chef. Now that the novelty of the new year has dwindled down, how are your resolutions coming? One of mine was to order less, take out, cook more at home. But I'll be honest, I haven't been consistent. That is until I found Home Chef. Home Chef provides fresh ingredients and chef-designed recipes conveniently delivered to your doorstep to simplify the cooking experience and without robbing you of the joy of putting a dish together yourself. I'm Pescatarian, and they cater to a variety of dietary needs. I had this super refreshing ginger sesame salmon, a beautiful trout dish, and a super comforting shrimp and vegetable orzo dish, all of which took me less than 30 minutes to put together. For a limited time right now, Home Chef is offering all of our listeners 18 free meals, plus free shipping on your first box, and Free dessert for life at homechef.com slash locked on. That's homechef.com slash locked on for 18 free meals and free dessert for life. Homechef.com slash locked on must be an active subscriber to receive free dessert. Welcome to the Locked On Wizards podcast. It's your host, The Real Ed Oliver. Today, I just want to get to the news that Bradley Bill, or this is not really news to us, that Bradley Bill is leaning towards staying with the Washington Wizards and some rumors that the Wizards will be targeting Malcolm Brogdon. Let's get to it. You are Locked On Wizards, your daily Washington Wizards podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I want to thank you guys for making Locked On Wizards your first listen every day. We are free and available wherever you get podcasts. All right, so Ava Wallace from the Washington Post interviewed Bradley Bill, and he said that he's leaning towards staying in Washington, which is not um, any news to Wizards fans or anybody that pays attention to the Wizards at all. Um, he said the same thing in an interview where in the middle of the season, um, a couple weeks after the trade deadline where he had the cast on and you know, um, they asked him if he's staying, if he's leaning towards staying with the Washington Wizards. And he said, that's very fair. He said, that's fair. That's fair. He said that very calm and chill and relaxed, knowing that most likely he's going to get a quarter of a billion dollars. He's going to get a five-year, $246 million contract or $250 million, which has been reported by ESPN and um, different outlets, you know, whether it's 246 or $250 million. It's, it's, it's going to be a quarter of a billion dollars. He's going to get a quarter of a billion dollars. He's going to be one of the highest paid players in his, in NBA history. It will be the largest. If he were to sign a five-year, $250 million deal, it would be the largest contract in NBA history for Bradley Bill. Now, Bradley Bill has been, he's played 10 years. So with 10 years of service, he's eligible for this max deal, this super max contract from the Washington Wizards because he's played with the same team. He's had 10 years in the NBA. And then the benefit of this over other deals or signing elsewhere he can't get a five-year deal with anybody, anywhere else. So let's say he does request a trade and does a sign and trade with the 76ers. 
and goes to the Sixers or goes to the Miami Heat, they can only give him four years. Where the Wizards, they can give him five years. So they can give him the, the most amount of money and they can give him the longest deal. So the common man, they're looking at that and Bradley Bill's like, hey, I'm going to just stay here. Or what can happen is he can sign that deal. And let's say the Wizards have a, a lackluster underwhelming season again. Then he can rest, request a trade the following season. And then hopefully the Wizards can get some some value, valuable assets, draft picks, and a good player in return for Bradley Bill. So I'll go over the pros and the cons of bringing back Bradley Bill. Um, the pros is, is he's a good, he's a great player. He's a great player. Three three time All Star, uh, All NBA. He can fill it up, can score at will, can get to the basket at will, can can shoot the ball. The majority of his career, he's been able to shoot the ball. Three time All Star, twenty twenty one All NBA. 2013 all rookie team. He's a great player. He's 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 a culture guy that that Ted Leonsis is looking for, and Tommy Shepard, what they're looking for. Um, he just built courts in DC for young men to go to. He's been a, a great guy off the court, um, helping the young men at the all boys school in DC as well. So he's he's everything that you ask for off the court. He's a good guy and on the court too. He's a great player. There's some things that, like Tommy Shepard said, that he sees on social media, and are they talking about the same guy? Bradley Bill. Average 30 points was, was second in the NBA in scoring in 2021 when we made the playoffs. And then the year before they scored 30 points a game. Now you can talk about the rest of the roster, the roster um, compared to other NBA teams wasn't great. And that could be a big reason why Bradleyville filled it up with those numbers. But Bradleyville has been an elite scorer for the majority of his year, majority of his careers. And every year he has gotten better. You want to see a guy get better. When you're giving him such a deal, I think from his rookie year, the ball handling needed a lot of work. There were, you know, he had a tag of being injury prone and he, he was able to stay healthy. You look at his career in a couple of years, you look in 20, 20, 2018, he played 82 games. He played the whole season. 2019, he played the whole season. Where years before, in 2016, he played 55 games. 2015, he played 63 games. His rookie year, played 56 games. Now, the last three years, 2020, he played 57 games. 2021, he played 60 games. And this year, he played 40 games. So the, the he's, missed a, he's missed a good amount of games in the last three years as well, to be fair. So the pros, can you build around Bradley Bill? Is he number one option on the championship team? He's not. Is he a number two or number three option? I think that's fair. Can he be a number one option on a playoff team and make a, make a run at least to the second round? That's to be questioned. You really have to build around Bradley Bill. Just like anybody else, I really look at his situation similar to a Zach Levine or a Devin Booker, where there's they're shooting guards, they can score the ball really well at a high clip, very efficient, but they really, really need guys around it. They really need a table setter like a like a Chris Paul or how they build around Zach Levine with Lonzo Ball. They brought a Demar Derozan. Now they have Porzingis with the Wizards, and we'll see how that works out. But for me, there's there unfortunately there's there's a good amount of cons to this there's a good amount of cons to this now the wizards they gave a big deal to Gilbert arenas they gave a big deal to john wall both those deals didn't work out both those players i felt like earned their money john wall i felt like he earned that money in 2017 but like gilbert you know put the city on his back and made the wizards relevant at that time uh bradley bill has had a really good career all uh, multiple time all-star three-time all-star but you know this season it was rough and if you listen to a lot of the fan base do they want to do they want to rebuild? That's the question that's circulating. Do they want to rebuild or build around Bradley Bill? And the majority is saying rebuild. Um, Bradley Bill, a 35-point clipper collapse. The question marks of being a leader and being an alpha dog. I think when you get a max deal, you have to check the box. You have to check the boxes of being an alpha. 
you have to check the boxes of being a leader. And not everybody's a vocal leader, but you have to check the boxes of being a leader and alpha. Uh, are you a two-way player? Can you can you defend at a high level too? That's the question mark with Bradley Bill as well. Can you stay healthy? I think Bradley Bill for the most part does stay healthy. The last three years haven't been hasn't shown that for the most part, but he has been healthy and played more than 60% of the games for most of most of the most of his last three to four years. Um, but the leadership is a question mark. The two-way player is a question mark for me. And how much does he elevate the team and elevate players around? Does he make anybody better around? Does he elevate the team? Those are the question marks as well when you give him a max deal. I mean, he's going to be um, – him and Steph are going to be the two highest players in the league. But Bradley Bill right now, if you ask yourself, is, is he a top-10 player in the league? He's not a top-10 player in the league right now. Is he a top-20 player in the league? I don't think so. You look at what Jalen Brown did last night for the Celtics. I think Jalen Brown has, has somewhat at Bradley Bill's level or passed him this year. Bradley Bill had a rough year. He had the lowest points per game since twenty since 2016 with 23 points per game. His lowest field goal percentage since 2015. And his three-point percentage, he thought th- he shot 30% from the three-point line, which is a career low for Bradley Bill. Um, and you compare him to the other guys in the Eastern Conference, Giannis, Embiid, um, Kevin Durant. They're, the East is getting better. The East is getting better. What's your ceiling building around Bradley Bill? Those are the question marks you have to ask as well. Miami, the Miami Heat are going to be good next year. Jimmy Butler's going to be there for the next four to five years. I think I feel like the Celtics, Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum, they're young. They're going to be there for the next five to ten years. Giannis isn't going anywhere. He's going to be there for the next five to ten years. The Sixers with Joel Embiid, we'll see what happens with his future, but they want to build around him, of course, and build a team around him. He's going to be there for the next four to five years. The Raptors right now are a better roster. They're just a better team. They made the playoffs. The Chicago Bulls, we'll see what happens with Zach Levine, but right now they're a better team. The Nets are a better team. So that's seven teams you can name already that are better than the Washington Wizards. Most likely will be just as, will be better than the Wizards next year. Um, but the, the Brooklyn Nets, I would monitor Kyrie Irving's situation. I would monitor Kyrie Irving's situation, what's going on with the rumors coming out um, right now. They're unwilling to bring him back. I do want to talk about that next episode. The Hawks right now, Trey Young's not going anywhere for a while. The Cleveland Cavaliers are young and getting better. Garland, um, Okoro, Jared Allen, Evan Mobley. Those guys are getting called in Sexton. We'll see what happens with him. But those guys, they're they're going to be there for the next five to ten years as well. And they're getting better. LaMelo Ball with the Charlotte Hornets. So that's ten teams right now. It's, it's tough for the Washington Wizards to really compete. And like I said, that 35-point loss, some of the leadership, um, controlling the locker room, some things that transpired this year. You know, Bradley, but the question mark is the leadership. And just being that alpha, being a leader. Um, so those are, those are the question marks for me, giving him that max deal with the Washington Wizards. Uh, great player, but and I, I think it's, it's not it's, – I'm not going to say it's not fair, but he's a great player. And him getting that deal and the Wizards – it's, it's going to be tough for the Wizards to build around him as well. They're already over the, the, the salary cap. We already know ownership doesn't want to touch the, the – get into the luxury tax to build around this team. So it's just – it makes it hard to build around this team and build – a contender what's the ceiling what's the end game of bradley bill being your number one option and getting a max deal great player all-star player all nba caliber type of guy um i like what i saw somewhat in, in point guard bradley bill but he, he he's best when he has a table setter around him and like i said the, the turnovers in the clutch as well um are concerning for me i think if you're if you're going to be a max deal guy i think you got to be a closer as well you got to be a guy that they can be a team can be confident and give him the basketball and just say, Hey, go score in the last couple of seconds of the game. And then he has had some instances where he has, you know, tripped over his feet, slipped and fell. So it's just question marks. We've given him this max deal, but we know the direction of this roster and this team. And I'm, there's nothing we can do about it. Um, I like Bradley bill and I'm intrigued to see how they build around him. 
I'm intrigued. If they are going to give him this max deal, I'm going to see how they build around him. Are they able to bring in talent around Bradley Bill and get the best out of him? And he has to step up as well. He has to get back to that 2019, 2024, where he's he's, he's getting to the basket, being explosive, and shooting at least 35% from the three-point line. He's got to do that. And he, he, he is capable of making his teammates better. I like what I saw with point guard Brill, point guard Bradley Bill. But those are the question marks for me after he gets that max deal for sure. Uh, but we're going to take a quick break here and get a quick word from our sponsor. And then I want to talk about the, the Malcolm Brogdon rumors that were brought up. And, you know, you could take this is from Sports Illustrated. So I do want to read um, what they said very quickly. But before we do get to that, this episode is brought to you by Rock Auto. With the ever-increasing numbers of makes and models, it's now possible for your local chain auto parts store to stock all the parts you need. Why endure often pointless or seemingly intimidating question like, is your Odyssey an LX or an EX? And wait while the person behind the counter orders the parts on their computer. Choosing the only brand that warehouse happens to carry, you have computers with access to rockauto.com at home and in your pocket. Save time and money when using Rock Auto. Rock Auto is a family business serving do-it-yourselfers for over 20 years. Go explore their easy-to-use website today to find the solution to your auto part needs. Go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck. Right locked on in there. How did you hear about us, box? So they know we sent you amazing selections, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need from rockauto.com. So I want to thank you guys for making Locked On Wizards your first listen every day. Make sure to go check out Locked On NBA Big Board. Host Rafael Barlow from NBA Draft Junkies and author of the NBA Big Board newsletter is joined by Richard Stamen, Sam Ferris, and Leif Thulin, giving fans an in-depth look into the NBA Draft, mock draft playing rankings, and, of course, big boards. It's free and available wherever you get podcasts. The NBA playoffs are right around the corner, and Locked On NBA is here daily to keep you caught up with all the late season drama. Every Monday, Jackson Gatlin rounds up the three biggest stories around the league, helping to break down the NBA playoffs. Mark your calendars to listen to Locked On NBA every Monday to be up to date. Locked On NBA. Available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. All right, so let's get into some of the Malcolm Brogdon news here for the Washington Wizards. We're going to pull up this tweet here that was circulating, I want to say, yesterday. Um from Sports Illustrated. So Malcolm Brogdon, I mean, he's, he's a good player. I like Malcolm Brogdon a lot. He's a guy that can defend, can shoot the three. So this is from Brett Siegel on NBA, Brett Siegel NBA. He said he's heard some rumblings about the Wizards showing trade interest in Pacers Malcolm Brogdon. Washington is looking to add an experienced guard in their backcourt next to Bradley Bill this offseason. And Brad, Malcolm Brogdon is under contract through the, through the 2024-2025 season as a two-way guard. Um yeah, basically, he's just saying that they're showing interest in Malcolm Brogdon, which is not a surprise to me. The Wizards are going to be snooping around and look at any veteran point guard um, that's available. Um, you look at Malcolm Brogdon's contract here, just because the Wizards are going to have to do a sign and trade. They're over the salary cap, so they're going to have to match salaries here. Um, so Malcolm Brogdon, this year coming up in 2023, he's getting paid $22 million, um, which is which is which is a fair contract in my opinion for Malcolm Brogdon for this for the production that he's put up. You know, being a rookie of the year, 50-40-90 season as well. The way he can defend and get to the basket, a great combo guard. He can shoot the three. He can create a shot for himself. Uh, very strong defender at the point of the at the point of attack as well. Then he has an extension coming up in 2024, $22 million. 
2025, $22 million. Now you look at the, you want to talk about injuries here being, you know, injury prone. Um, Porzingis has missed a lot of games. So you're, you're taking the risk. You're taking the risk with Malcolm Brogdon. This year he played 36 games. 2021, he played 56 games. 2020, he played 54 games. 2019, he played 64 games. 2018, he played 45 games. His rookie season, he played 75 games. This year, he averaged 19 points a game, uh, five boards a game, six assists per game. Uh, He shot 31% from the three-point line. He's a 37% career three-point shooter. Um, So for the most part, he's a really, really good above-average three-point shooter. In 2019, where he had the the 50-40-90 season with Milwaukee, shot 42% from the three, 15 points per game, 92% from the free throw line. Uh, so he had that 50, 40, 90 season, 85% free throw shooter, got to the line 4.6 times per shot, four free throws per game, about five free throws per game. And I really like that set a lot because it shows how much pressure you put on the defense. Can you finish through contact? Can you can you get downhill and finish? And the game where he had against the Wizards where everybody scored, a lot of point guards got a lot, scored a lot of points against the, Wizards, against the Wizards. He had 28 points. Bradley Bill was in attendance at that game. Um, and I was listening to the podcast with David Aldridge, and Josh Robbins on the athletic, he said that um, he thinks Bradley Bill likes Malcolm Brogdon. He would he would not say no to a John Wall reunion. So those are just some of the point guards to throw out there um, that they, they could possibly look at. But I, I feel like the fit with Brad and, and Brogdon would would work out. Now I'm scarred a little bit with Dinwiddie. What happened with Dinwiddie? Because Dinwiddie was a combo guard. Malcolm Brogdon is not a pure point guard. But he's able to facilitate as well. Now, Bradley Bill had a career high in assists. I do want to point that out. That is a pro about Bradley Bill. His facilitating, the way he attracts double teams. Could it work with him and Porzingis, that pick and pop, pick and roll? Could it work with Malcolm Brogdon, where Bradley Bill doesn't have to have the ball in his hands as much? Um, but has Bradley Bill become a, a high-usage ball-dominant player, where in the past with John Wall, he was a guy that just came off screens and was able to knock down threes, where Bradley Bill, his three-point shooting has gone down. But he's been better with ball handling and ISO ball and creating a shot for himself. So could he fit next to Malcolm Brogdon with more of a pure point guard? Russell Westbrook was a pass first point guard. Spencer Dinwiddie, you know, he's a six man combo guard off the bench who needs the ball in his hands to be effective. We've seen Dinwiddie's had a couple bad games, single point games, and then he'll explode for about 2025 20, in the playoffs with the Mavericks, where you watch those games, he was best with the ball in his hands. Malcolm Brogdon. I feel like he's good off ball too, where he can knock down threes. He can move without the basketball. He can cut. He's a smart player. Went to Virginia, was coached by Tony Bennett. But who are you going to have to give up in a trade for Malcolm Brogdon? That's the question mark for me. Um, Would it be a case? You got to match salaries. Would it be a KCP and Rui type deal? Or would you do a KCP um, pickup issues option? And then throwing a Corey Kispert in a first round pick. Do you really want to give up that much and your first round pick for Malcolm Brogdon? I'm not going to compare it to giving up a pick for, you know, Mike Miller and Randy Foy type of deal, but are you passing up on a good player at pick 10 that can really, really help you out in the future or help you out now? You never know who comes with that. If Benedict Mathurin drops at pick 10, what if he drops there? He can really, really help your team. Um, so those those are the those are the things you have to consider there. Are you willing to cr- trade young assets and talent for a guy, Malcolm Brogdon, who doesn't really move the needle? I think he would make the team better for sure. I think if they get Brogdon, he stays healthy. Bradley Bill has a great season, returns back to his 2020 form or 2021 form where they made the playoffs with Russell Westbrook. And Porzingis stays healthy and re- and plays like he did in that last half of the year. Porzingis was balling. He was he was getting he was getting to the basket. They're running offense through him, and they you know. They're able to get a one or two three and D wings in free agency. And I think the Wizards could fight for that sixth seed.
and that's probably their ceiling. So is it worth it to give up young assets for Malcolm Brogdon, pay him that money, that contract? The injury concerns are definitely something to consider as well. But Malcolm Brogdon is a good player. I think if they want to build around Bradley Bill, he probably is the top option of point guard. There's Jalen Brunson. Um, possibly you could take a look at Colin Sexton as well. Um, and if, if John Wall's bought out, then you won't have to give up assets. So that's why you, you circle. That's why I circle back to John Wall on multiple occasions. But um, I do want to talk about the playoffs here real quick. And then I want to answer one mailbag question and then we'll wrap up. But this episode is brought to you by Truebill. Truebill is the new app that helps you identify and stop paying for subscriptions you don't need, want, or simply forgot about. On average, people save up to $720 a year with Truebill. And your Truebill concierge is there when you need them to cancel unwanted subscriptions so you don't have to. Truebill has over 2 million users and helps save them that uh, help save them over $100 million. Like Matthew B., who says, in a matter of seconds, I saved $660 for the year on my DirecTV bill, saved $120 for the year on my Sirius XM bill. And he also saved $840 a year on his car insurance. Don't fall for subscription scams. Start canceling today at truebill.com slash locked on NBA. That's all caps. Go right now, truebill.com slash locked on NBA. It can save you thousands a year. The NBA playoffs are right around the corner, and Locked On NBA is here daily to keep you caught up with all the late season drama. Every Monday, Jackson Gatlin rounds up the three biggest stories around the league, helping to break down the NBA playoffs. Mark your calendars to listen to Locked On NBA every Monday to be up to date. Locked On NBA, available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. All right, so the Celtics won last night. Um, Jalen Brown went crazy in that that third and fourth quarter. Um, I know he has some problems turning the basketball over, but now it's it's 3-2 um, Celtics. Right now, they're going to go back to Boston for game six. So I, I think the Celtics are going to wrap it up. I picked the Miami Heat to win the series. So I was wrong on that, but I was you know right with the Warriors. I think the Warriors are going to end the series against the Mavericks for sure. It should have been a sweep in my opinion. They should have just ended it there um, in Dallas. But, um, yeah, the Heat couldn't hit any shots last night. They really couldn't hit anything. The Celtics, Jason Tatum and, and Al Horford and Robert Williams defensively, they just a, they've just done a heck of a – Marcus Smart, Jalen Brown. Emilio Dokas has done a really good job coaching that team up. Derek White had a good game off the bench with 14 points, six for eight from the field, and Jalen Brown had 25 points, led the team in scoring. Um, it was somewhat of an ugly game. The second quarter it was still in the 30s or 20s at one point. Um, the playoffs have just been a hard watch. I mean, they were up by 20, 25 at one point. The game got ugly. Um, there hasn't been any close games in the playoffs. This has been an underwhelming playoffs for sure. Um, no buzzer beaters, no close games, no Dame Lillard waving, waving uh, goodbye to Paul George and Russell Westbrook. Nothing close to that at all. Everything's just been a blowout uh, for these playoffs. So, um, but let's get to this one mailbag question here before we wrap it up. This one is from YouTube. It's uh, from Abraham Sidibe. He says, "Thanks, Ed. Great video. Who do you like to see as the starting five if Sato leaves and we don't make any point guard trade? So, Sato is rumored to be pursued by Barcelona, some teams um, internationally. Um, so, I can definitely see him do that. See, you know, how much money is he going to get from the NBA?" Um, we'll see what happens with that, but I, I definitely wouldn't be surprised if he does go overseas and play there instead of playing in the NBA. Now, I know Tommy Shepard likes him a lot. There's a reason why he signed him after that buyout, and they talked about Saddle and press conferences a lot. So I, I think there's mutual interest in him coming back. I think that Tommy Shepard would love to see him back um, in D.C. for sure. Um, but if we don't make any trades, so no trade for Jalen Brunson, no trade for 
Tyus Jones or no trade for Malcolm Brogdon or possibly Kyrie Irving. Um, no trade at all. Um, oh, and I wanted to mention Tim Connolly from the Nuggets, who the Wizards really, really pursued really hard. Um, about two years ago, now he's going to be the GM and, and have partial ownership with the Timberwolves. I forgot to mention that at the beginning of the show. Um, there are rumors that the Wizards did not give him a deal that he liked, or they could have gave him a better deal or a better offer, but he declined it, stayed with the Nuggets. Now he's going to the Timberwolves, and he'll be partial and have part ownership with the uh, Timberwolves. So congrats to Tim Connolly on that. Um, and I think Tim Connolly would have been a good GM for the Washington, which I think he definitely would have worked there. You see his track record with the Nuggets as well um so my starting five really quickly here i would say um if we don't get if we don't trade for a point guard um then you would have to uh, you would have to consider bradley bill at the point and then i would sign malik monk in free agency a 6-3 uh shooting guard shot the lights out this year 39 percent from the three-point line um average 13 points a game three boards three assists um, 39% from the three-point line. I mean, the Wizards need shooting and athleticism, 79% free throw shooter, 83% free throw shooter in his career, 35% three-point shooter in his career, and he shot a lot of threes. He shot six threes per game. He was shooting basically 40% from the three. And the, like I said, the Wizards need athleticism badly. Malik Monk is a high flyer, highlight real dunker, highlight real finisher, can finish through contact, could be a spark plug in super athleticism. Then I would draft Benedict on the third if he falls to 10. It's not likely or realistic right now, but if he's not there, um, I do like Ochai Baji at pick 10. Could be a little bit of a reach, but we just need defense and athleticism. Malachi Brandon from Ohio State, he wouldn't be in my starting five. He would come off the bench. But like you asked me, my starting five, or Tari and you can look at him too. Um, my starting five would be point guard Bradley Bill, Malik Monk at the two, KCP at the three, filling what the Wizards would do. And then at the four would be Kuz and the five would be Porzingis because Bradley Bill did a really good job being point Bradley Bill when he had to. Is he had to play point guard because we just did not have a point guard last year or consistent point guard play. But the team looked good when he was playing point. He did look good. He did look good. Him and Kuzma worked really, really well. Um, but if they don't make any trades and they sign somebody in free, like I said, John Wall could be there in free agent after a buyout. Or you could look at somebody like a, a Patty Mills or Dennis Schroeder, Jalon Wright. Any of those guys, point guard X, I think the Wizards would look at Ricky Rubio as well. Tyus Jones at the mid-level exception, if he doesn't get paid higher than that, then it would be one of those guys, one of those five guys I named at point guard. And then Brad at the two, KCP at the three, and then um, Kuz at the four and Zingas at the five. That would be my start at five. But I just want to thank you guys for listening and making Locked On Wizards your first listener every day. Now make your second listen, Locked On NBA, from the first jump ball, the playing tournament to the last position of the finals. Locked On Experts take you deep inside the playoffs with insight and analysis affecting all 30 teams. Thank you guys for listening. Hail to the Wizards. Peace. Hey, Prime members. You can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.